Bible School. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it so very much. <coughs> Interesting chapter we're going to cover today. I need to start off with a little bit of a disclaimer for the moms and dads. There's only a few chapters in the Bible that I really struggle with making them relate to the children and the younger age groups. And I recognize that we have got young children all the way through teenagers, college students, even up into adults, experienced missionaries are watching watching these things. But it's the little ones this morning that I'm most concerned about. Genesis chapter 38 is a tough chapter. And so I'm going to skirt around a lot of issues, moms and dads. It may prompt some, or some questions and answer periods that you're going to have to have with your children, but that's a good thing. Uh, God did not present this stuff, and the Holy Spirit didn't preserve this stuff so that we would necessarily run from it. However, I believe that it's up to moms and dads to make sure that it's presented in an age-appropriate way. And so I'll do myself, my, I'll do my best to, to make sure that I, I generalize, but you may have to step up, moms and dads, and be able to take care of some of the exactness of this particular chapter. Due to Bible school, glad you're here. <clears throat> Basic Bible, great for homeschool, Sunday school, that kind of thing. We're dealing with generally Genesis, and I guess I've already given you a pretty decent introduction to that. So let's just move ahead to segment number uno. Do the doodle. <clears throat> All right, does everybody have their doodle later here? The, uh, the doodle this morning is not all that uh, explicit or graphic, and so I think we can all do this together without much explanation. Generally, Genesis, we've covered chapters 36, and now... Uh, well, how did I do that? I skipped 37 altogether. <laughs> I forgot to put 37 up there. What is wrong with me? I have, When I don't let Cindy proof my slides, something always goes wrong. All right, guys, in between here is 37. And you might recall, it might be kind of fun to just do that. Does anybody remember what 37 was? Yeah. All right, let's see if we can draw our three here. Okay. All right, there's your three. And the seven, you might recall, was part of the shirt or the coat of many colors. Oops, i got to get him a, another sleeve over there. <laughs> he looks a little funky there. And I think we even had a clothes hanger, did we not? Seemed like we did with a clothes hanger there. But you remember, this is the seven, all right? So what is chapter 37? Joseph is sold by his brothers in chapter 37. All right, very good. Oh, well, that's, that was kind of cool to have a, a little moment of review, but that's not where we're at today. Hopefully next week I'll have the presence of mind to update our slides and put 37 in there because you don't go 36, 38. <laughs> it's 36, 37, 38, isn't it? All right, now we're on 38. See, I'm having trouble getting out of the way. In chapter 38, some rather interesting things are going to happen. Two fellows are going to die. In fact, they're going to be executed by God himself because they were bad dudes. And uh, we've got the lion here, and, and uh, Gabriel put that in because Judah, it's re he's referred to as a lion. And Jesus is later going to be referred to as the lion of Judah. <clears throat> you got the wedding ring here because there's a sort of wedding that's going to happen here. It's not exactly what is typical. And then there's going to be a child that will be conceived as well. So let's see if we can do this. I don't know if I can, if I can even draw a lion, but we'll just, here's a lion, okay? See, he's a, he's a happy lion. I can't do lions. All right, and then we're going to have this tombstone, and we're going to have this tombstone, and uh, let's see. I think he's got Rip on both of them, doesn't he? I'll have to look up for What does Rip mean? Does anybody know? Rest in peace. All right, these two guys probably didn't because they were not very nice fellas. 
All right, now let's get us a wedding ring up here. All right. <clears throat> you got the wedding ring? And then below it, for the 30, for the 8 and 38, you can, now, Gabriel has got a child in the womb. And I, that's a, I love that. I, that's, a, that's a pretty good, but I'm not really good at that. So I'll tell you how to draw little babies. I think this is really, really easy. It's almost like a peanut, okay? Kind of go like this. Can you do that? All right, now this inside here, give him a little face because he's inside his little blanky, you know, whatever. And then you can give him two eyes and you can even give him a big smile because he's a very happy child. <laughs> there you go. And now, does everybody see the 38? All right, let's do it. Let's make it darker here so we can see it. All right. That's your 38. Everybody see that? That's a weird three, but <laughs> can you see the three? All right. And of course you can see the eight, can't you? All right, look at what we did. You know, are we happy people? Yeah, we're happy people because we did it. All right. In chapter 38, we're going to have some deaths and some births in the family of Judah. And uh, the reason it's births is because actually we're going to have another set of twins born towards the end of the chapter. It's rather interesting. You have to read the whole chapter to get the whole story, though, because I'm not going to be able to cover the whole thing. It's a rather complicated chapter. All right, so deaths and births in the family of J uh, of Judah, excuse me, Judah. Uh, that's kind of hard to say. Deaths and births. I'm spitting upon the screen when I say it. Deaths and births in the family of Judah, who is the lion. You're going to be called the lion. Okay, everybody got that one? Well, it was kind of eventful, wasn't it? All right, here we go. Segment number one. If you are to review for the test that's upcoming in chapter 38, what will be the clue? Uh, not the clue. That's what we're going to do down here. Can you draw the clue? Yeah, you can, because we done did it. I just got it right here. It's on the floor. No, I'm not going to pick it up again. You've seen it before. And then chapter 38, can you tell me what the theme is? Deaths and births. <laughs> can you see me spit there? Deaths and births in the family of Judah, who's the lion. That's why you got a lion there, right? Deaths and births in the family of Judah. Can you get it? Do you got it? Is it up there? Good deal. Let's be silly. What do you call two birds that are falling in love? And appropriately so, this five-year-old young man says, ah, all that love stuff. I don't want to talk. Girls got cuties. Not cuties. Cooties. <laughs> Girls got cuties. Oh, dear. All right, so he's, he's not liking this particular joke. What do you call two birds falling in love? You call them tweethearts. <laughs> I've used that before, but I've decided to pull it out of the webs, the cobwebs of ancient history and use it again. I think it's really cute. Two birds falling in love, tweet hearts. <laughs> Segment number dose. Make a memory, make it stick upon the head, pin the head, make it go nowhere. We want to keep the memory in the brain. <laughs> yeah. So, if we're going to memorize, I would encourage you to memorize this particular chapter. As one says to the other, and I think we've decided we don't even know who these people are anymore. Because remember, they started off, I think, as Noah and Mrs. Noah. And then they ended up being Abraham and Sarah. Then uh, I think they were Isaac and Rebecca for a little while. And then it was Jacob and Rachel. You know what I'm saying? We're kind of losing, we're, we're running out of people here. I suppose in our chapter today, this actually could be Judah and Tamar. 
We'll just let them be general people unless you just need to put a name to them. Anyhow, in chapter 38, verse 6, And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, and her name was Tamar. Her name was Tamar. Judah is going to get her as a wife for his firstborn son, Ur. Okay? And uh, her name is going to be Tamar. So that's a pretty short one. I know. I owe you. Because after last week, it was kind of long. And so I owe you. So that's a short one. Short little phrases there. Say them five times each. And Judah, and Judah, and Judah, and Judah, and Judah. I mean, surely you got it in your head by now. And Judah. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Chapter 38, verse 6. I think you can do this. So, if you can't remember it that way, you can always leave blanks here. I think you know that one. And uh, <laughs> Judah, yeah. Took a wife, okay, Ur, I know that one, for his, you know, oh, okay, well, there's your memory verse. Genesis 38 and verse 6. So, if we're going to review and try to prepare ourselves for the final test, we would see this word. This work? No, these questions. Who was the wife of Ur? You know that one. Starts, starts with a T and ends with a Mar. And can you quote the memory verse? Probably not yet, although some of you are pretty brainy. I, I bet there's some of you can say it right now because it was a shorty, and I bet you're just like, whoop. But I can't because I'm not. I'm old. <laughs> Let's be silly. <clears throat> I love my little fat little dog as he, he runs towards us, our little wiener dog fella. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Another silly. He loves these sillies. Can you see it on his, he's got a smile, everything. Little pudge happening here. Little rear end wiggling in the background. Tail just flagging, saying, hey, I can't wait. We're going to have a funny. <laughs> I love my little wiener dog. Anyhow, here's the funny. Okay. What do you write in a rabbit's birthday card? Let's just say that you have a rabbit and it's about a rabbit's birthday. My grandson, he wants a rabbit. I'm not getting him a rabbit. I don't know whether his parents will get him a rabbit, but even if he gets a rabbit, I'm not sending the rabbit a birthday card, because the last time I checked, rabbits can't read. But in the world of jokedness, they can. So if you are going to write a rabbit a message within a rabbit's birthday card, what would the message be? Happy birthday! <laughs> Did you see the rabbit? Oh, I got it. We got to do that again. I had the rabbit pop up here. But I, I'm going to get out of the way. You ready? Watch it. He's going to come right here. He's gonna, it, it's right. You're going to like it. Happy birthday. Watch it. <laughs> Happy birthday. That's what you would say in a card to a, to a rabbit. Happy birthday. Because they hop. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Segment number three. Now, in the third segment, we ponder. Watch. Here we are sitting at the pond. Saw some guys yesterday. Cindy and Gabriel and I went out to eat lunch at a park, and, and we saw some guys fishing right there in the park. They were just fishing. And they were sitting, and they were pondering. Hum. See what I'm saying? So we're going to go ponder. Let's go ponder the passage. All right. Here's mom, moms and dads. Watch as I try to do my best with this one. <laughs> it's a tough chapter. <coughs> chapter 38, verse 1 through 9. Oh, no. You know what I forgot to do for y'all? I forgot to underline the things so that you'll know exactly <laughs> where the questions come from. 
Ooh, this could be a challenge for y'all. You're going to take notes on this one. It happened at that time that Judah went down from his brothers and he turned aside to a certain Adulamite whose name was Hira. There Judah saw the daughter of a certain Canaanite whose name was Shua. Canaanite Shua. So basically what's going to happen here is Judah is going to take a likening to this Shua lady and he's going to want to have her and so that's what's going to happen. So he took her and he went into her and she conceived and she bore a son called his name Ur. We saw that in our memory verse. So Judah's first son's name Ur. You're going to have another one. She conceived again and she bore a son called his name Onan. Ur and Onan. Going to have another one. Yet again she bore a son and she called his name Shelah. Judah was in Chizib when she bore him. So let's review. She's a Canaanite. Her name's Shua. She's going to give him three sons, Ur, Onan, and Shelah. All right? I think if you have those in your head, you're going to do pretty good on this test. So there's a couple more here. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn. This is our memory verse. And her name was Tamar. You're going to need to know that one. Okay? So Ur, his firstborn, needs a wife. And he finds this Tamar lady. And so Tamar is going to be the wife of Ur. Now, Ur is not a good guy. But Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord. Bad dude. And the Lord put him to death. He was so bad that God says, you, I, we, we're not going to let you live no more. God puts him to death. Then he said to Onan, go into your brother's wife and perform the duty of a brother-in-law to her and raise up offspring for your brother. But Onan knew that the offspring would not be his. If you read the rest of the context, it says he doesn't bear children to uh, Tamar, with Tamar. And so he is also going to be executed by God. So both Onan and Ur are killed by God because they're bad guys. They don't do what God wants them to do. Now, let me see if I can age-appropriately explain this one here. What happened back in the day is if a brother died before having children, then that meant that all of the stuff that he had could not be passed along within the, the family genetics, if you will. So, in other words, I've had two boys, and so if I were to die, all of my stuff would go to Bryson and, and, and Judah. Not Judah, Judah's my grandson. Bryson and Gabriel. And if they were to die, then it would go it would go to Judah. Okay. Now, in our day and age, it's a little different. Because before my boys would get anything, it would first go to my wife. Right? But back in the day, it was a little bit different like this. Okay? And it was really important to have children. Matter of fact, women who didn't have children were often looked down upon. We don't try not to do that today, but they did back in, back in the day. And so what would happen is if a brother died, then the other brother was responsible for trying to have children for that brother that had passed away. And that's what's happening here in this story. But Onan, even though he knew it was his responsibility to make sure that his brother Ur had children, he didn't do it. And so God killed both Ur and Onan because they were wicked men. All right, here are the questions now that I have uh, should have underlined for you, but I forgot to do so. What was the nationality of the woman who bore children to Judah? Canaanite. Who were the three boys born to the woman? Can you say them? Ur, Onan, 
Sheila. Very good. What happened to the first son? Dead. God killed him. What happened to the... Well, why did that happen to the first son? Because he's wicked. And why did the second son not want to have, help his brother, or his dead brother have children? Because he knew they weren't going to be his kids, and he was selfish. And God put him to death also. All right. Let's be silly. What do you call a dog that's lost in the snow? A dog that is lost in the snow. Clearly you call him a chili dog. <laughs> you like that one. Because he's chilly. He's in the snow. A chili dog. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh. Stop being that way. It's okay to just let look. God even said there's a time to laugh, and that time's right now. What do you call a dog that's lost in the snow? A chili dog. <laughs> doing, doing, doing. Apply the why. This is where we're going to apply the why. This is where we're going to say why, and we're going to apply it. <laughs> we're going to look at chapter 38, and we're going to say to ourselves, what in the world? And why do I need to know this? And how can I apply this to my present life? And here's what I'm going to suggest to you. I didn't even, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even underline it on here, but I did. It's down here. All right. And the Lord put him to death. And I've already told you, you have to read on to find out about Onan, because he, the Lord's going to put him to death, too. But anyhow, two brothers, they get put to death because they're really bad. Ur and Onan are killed by God. They're executed by God because they're so bad. Did you ever have someone steal from you? <laughs> Why did I do that? Man, I'll tell you what, I have messed up. I really thought I had that. That's not it, guys. That's not the question that you're supposed to be answering. <laughs> I really blew it. I'm so sorry. The question that I need you to ask you is, how, how bad would you have to be for God to put you to death? Think about that. I mean, that's, that's pretty bad. When God himself executes a person, how bad would you have to be? And moms and dads, you might want to discuss this in, in your test time as well. And that is, what about capital punishment? Is it still right to put a person to death who's done something horrible, heinous? I know this is under the Old Testament. So you got to talk to the, your kids about this. Uh, a lot of stuff in this particular chapter that's really difficult to, to go through. I get that. But some of it is going to be age appropriate any way you look at it. And so you're, you're going to need to use it. you got some teenagers. You really probably ought to read it word by word all the way through here. Deal with this. If they're very much younger than that, you might want to, you know, kind of look and just get highlights of, of the topic, etc. But the topic of capital punishment, is it appropriate? To, if, if one person takes somebody else's life, is it appropriate to take their life as far as justice is concerned? Talk that out with your kids, okay? The question that you're going to have, I hope that I did this right, but I don't think I did. Let's see. Yeah, how did I do this right and I didn't do the other one right? I don't know. It's because I don't know. Because I just don't know. Anyhow, how wicked would a person have to be to have God execute them? That's your question for this particular part of the tape. How wicked would they have to be in order for God to say, your life is done, buddy, because you're, you're horrible? And why, why do you think God would choose to do that? Why would he decide that a person no longer deserves to live? That's your question. All right, let's be silly one more time. We open the blinds, and there's my hairball friend. He doesn't like me. Oh, look, hairball, we got a, we got a joke about you. How do you get a squirrel's attention? How do you do that? Did we use this one last week, too? I feel like I've really blown it. 
I, I'm going to tell you right now what's happened. I've had a really busy weekend. A very dear friend of mine passed away. And I'm going to have the blessing of doing his funeral this afternoon. And a really godly man. I'm sure he's with the Lord. And I'm really thankful for that. But I've had a lot on my heart because he's, he was a big supporter of our ministry, etc., etc. And I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I haven't done very well in putting this together. But anyhow, how do you get a squirrel's attention? You get a squirrel's attention by acting like a nut. Again, I think we did that last week, even though you don't like peanut butter too bad. <laughs> I don't know how I messed up this week. But I did. Let's see. Maybe our testing period will be better. Do you feel like she does? Oh, joy. It's time to test. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the test. Let's see if I did any better than I did in the rest of it. What's the theme of 38? Yeah, I got that right. How wicked would a person... Yeah, I did that one right. Why the second one? I think we did it. In spite of messing things up with other things within this thing, I'm sorry for the things that I messed up. But this is, seems to be okay. <laughs> so if you learned anything, then you got it. If you didn't learn anything, then ooh, sweaty brow, because I don't know the answers. Go back and study. Look, I gave you like the passages. I mean, come on, people. There you go. That's what we hope to test upon. I love you guys. Sorry I got kind of bum-fuzzled and didn't get it all together to, as I should have this time, but it's fun to be together, isn't it? I like laughing with you people. And you go ahead and say it. And you like laughing at me. Did you say at me? Yeah, well, I suspect you probably do. <laughs> ah, thank you for being here. This is Sonny Chow saying, be there, Matthew 16, 26.